five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. My guest tonight is the one and only actor and philanthropist, uh, Mr. Clementa Mawasa. Um, I introduced you as an actor and philanthropist, but now you've also transitioned to being a businessman. You've uh, become like a model. You've become a musician. <laughs> you've become a dancer. Like so, so how do we, like, what's your title now? Like uh, when you get introduced on stage or when they welcome you at a school, you know, to inspire the babies. It comes with the with the with the territory, right? Okay. But the other thing is, uh, there's only one title that I'm really um, looking forward to is being an advocate Maosa, right? Um, I'm still in the process of uh, obtaining that. But when it comes to the entertainment, I prefer being called an artist, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, because uh, as an artist, uh, it allows me to explore everything, whether music or acting or. Um, drawing anything, designing whatever. So I prefer being called an artist. But also, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like this thing of of titles, man. Because sure. it seems like it changes every single year yes. when it comes to what I do. But the other thing is, I hate it when I'm going to an event or let's say it's at a school for motivation, and then like maybe a radio interview like we're doing right now. You're like, he's an actor, he's a musician. What? Ah, and that, I'm like, those, those are people long who are and long and long and long. And I'm like, but I'm still gonna do so many things. So will my titles continue adding on top of the many titles that I already have? No, the thing is, those who do that, ne, yeah. they're clutching on straws, trying yeah. to see where they can start <laughs> the interview. Oh, I ah, think so too. <laughs> like, where do we begin? Yeah, so for me, I'm actually very happy if you just say Clement Mouse. Um, one of the things, one of the, the, the most amazing things about your profession as an actor is being able to tell South African stories. Yeah. Now, you got to take me back in terms of your passion for telling stories. Where did it all begin? Because I think I, I saw on Instagram, maybe two, three years ago, you were reflecting on how far you've come with this acting thing yeah. and how it started for you. But I'm interested in knowing when did the bug bite you and the passion get ignited? Jeez, uh, man. I honestly can't believe that uh, it's been that long. But but I honestly feel like I was born a storyteller. Mm. Right? Uh, I've always loved telling stories, whether through music, whether through dancing, whether through acting. Uh, I always have a story to tell. Because remember, being an, an artist, it's all about telling a story but also being able to express yourself through your body through your voice through yes. any uh, uh, talent that you have so growing up i think i was in primary and i started uh, being a part of this uh, what you wanted to sketch uh-huh. like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah i did that and uh, also at sunday school i did that and i think that's when i realized that i do have an interest when it comes to you know acting but uh, the other thing is after after Acknowledging that I have an interest when it comes to uh, entertainment, uh, my parents really didn't believe in that, and they're like, "Ah, it's just a, a hobby or whatever. This is not something that you can pursue." It's a phase. As a, yeah, as a career. And then fast forward, I was in uh, high school. That's when I think the love for acting really came out strong because by then we used to have a uh, stage plays, right? And um, as a stage uh, performer, you use your voice, which is singing. You use your body dancing movement and then you also act 
So out of the three, I think acting really came out strong because uh, we started having uh, competitions. You know how local high school and then you have to go to district competitions sure. and compete against other schools. I was always a lead actor and uh, we have won, I don't know how many trophies, you know. So for me, I think that's when I realized that this is really what I want to do. But also I came alive every time I was on stage. Because remember when you are still in primary and high school, uh, you try all these other activities, you sure. know, whether soccer, you know, volleyball, uh, spe- uh, speech, what do they call it? Debate. Debate, rather, yes, yes. yes. So you do all these things, but I realize that every time I'm acting, that's why I become more alive, you know, and uh, that's when I realized that uh, I want to become an actor, and then I had a conversation with my parents about it, and uh, they really weren't for it, because they're like, ah, not this one, and also there weren't really good examples of uh, mm. uh, 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 in that space, rather, and um, I think there isn't, there, there weren't a lot of, uh, what do you call this, role models. Rather. Sure, sure. So they would say, you see, a lot of artists, you know, they don't end up well. They do this and that and that. So there's no there money. Was, yeah, there's, there's no there security. Just, exactly. I think there was just this uh, stigma, you know, around around artists, uh, which was negative. You know, you know, they do drugs, they die poor, and 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 and. So without having the parents' support, also that can be a bit of a, a, a challenge because now you want to pursue this thing, you want them to believe in you, you want mm. them to support you, you want them to to be there for you, and you know, take you to auditions and they fully against this thing that yes. you really feel so much yes so uh from there i think at some point i wanted to give up because also around my community mm. i don't think there was any um famous person especially an actor who was on tv at the time from my community yes yes so they were like also you're such a big dreamer who what makes you think that uh, a village boy like you would one day be on tv you know uh, they even said to me look around your community who's the one person that you can point from any of the family or household that you know here to say oh we've got uh, smash africa he's actually my next door and he's on tv and mm, he's doing well. mm. there was no one so they're like what makes you think that you'll make it you know tv is for people who are from the you know the burbs and um, the you know, city from rich families because yes. they can do all these things so it it became a bit of a, a letdown where I almost believed that uh, I won't make it. So the reason why I start with that yesterday I did like um, so I have these smash smash Africa talks, yeah. inspiration talks, and I was talking about value, and uh, and you know I touched on the fact that in order for you to know your value, as much as we grow up thinking that we need to be given a dab or a compliment or an acknowledgement that we are valuable yeah. and we base our value on that is actually a miss. Yeah. Value begins yeah. from what you feel inside and what you say to the man in the mirror when you are looking at yourself in the mirror. 100%. When did that moment happen for you when you realized, yo, bro, I am actually valuable in spite of <laughs> all of what you guys are saying. You guys are just naysayers. You sit down. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it takes time, man. I think one would be lying and not be completely honest if you were to say from a young age, you know, I had self-confidence and I knew that uh, I'm valuable and no one can tell me otherwise. Mm. I think it comes with uh, growth. Mm. And uh, the other thing is, uh, I believe that uh, you have to go through that where we seek validation from other people necessarily because i'll meet uh, smash would say to me dude i've been in the industry for so long you know you gotta look this 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 way you you gotta have a b c d you need to speak in this manner you need to wear like this in order for you to dominate and for people to take you serious mm-hmm. in the industry and because you trust in that person because they've been in the industry before you chances are you would want them to validate
validate every single thing that you mm. do. You know what I mean? And then now we're living in a society where social media is now a thing. Uh, we get to validate somebody through social media. Somebody will watch you presenting awards. They'll say, nah, Smash is too old. No, Smash can't do this. No, why can't we get fresh talent? No, why this and that? No, sure. you're supposed to be. And there's a lot of comparison also. Yes. So now we've seen young stars and young uh, uh, artists being in a position where they try so hard to look and sound like Smash because now Smash is the only reference when it comes to a good presenter or somebody who's uh, uh, a brand in the industry. So for me, I think uh, I went through a lot of that, seeking validation from a lot of people. I went through wanting to fit in. I went through doubt also where I would sit back at home and uh, look at myself on TV and feel like, uh, I'm not, you know, good enough. I'm not doing enough. And people will say to me, yo, yo, that scene, you killed it. And, 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 and. And then tomorrow, the same people who said, no, you're a good actor. You, you've you done well. Tomorrow, they say another story. And you're like, how? Can't you, you know the same person who told me yesterday that I'm dope. So where do we stand? Up until I realized that uh, if I were to rely on people, what's going to happen the day they tell me that I'm not good enough? Mm. What's going to happen to my ego and my confidence when they tell me that, uh, nah, sit down, you can't try this? So I started doing a lot of uh, introspection, self-introspection, uh, where I told myself that uh, I am enough, regardless of what Smash or any other person might think about me. But the other thing is, uh, before somebody can even give me a compliment, my boy, I need to wake up and look myself in the mirror and say, yo, Clement, you the ish. You know come what I mean? <laughs> so I do that. By the time you come and compliment me, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, I'll take it. But I know for sure. sure. You know what I mean? And I think that's what uh, kept, me going, kept me going. But the other thing about bullies and people who normally try and take, take us down are people who they themselves, you know, don't have confidence, you sure. know, are people who are bitter and they do not understand why are you so confident? They do not understand why do you wake up every day and get it? Like, with me, because I do a whole lot of things, a lot of people don't understand, like, why, why, why does it seem like he has it all? You know, why him? Why, why, why is he winning? Why is he getting all these things? And for me, I'm like, it's simple, guys. I believed in myself and I'm going to go for everything. And the more you tell me that I can't, the more I want to. Clement is my guest tonight on Five Nights. Thank you so much for choosing Five FM and Five Nights as your companion. Excel, not sure when you made the song. <laughs> I knew that one was coming. It's like, hey, 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 man. I'm not sure when you made the song. So, we believe that we must continue digging for the gold. Uh, so, when, when doing this song, honestly speaking, I think uh, I met uh, this. Uh, two boys from Tembisa Bafana Baka Siyale Hectic and then they were like yo dude we must get into studio and rock you know and that's after they've had some of my my music and um, eventually we made time we got into studio and then we're like no man Rabata something for the streets I'm like like give me money I don't want anything else give me money manifestation you see that money? yeah and if you can listen to the lyrics of the song you say if you wanna know me, so, so so do you think money has the power to change you? No, not necessarily to change me. It's just that there's so many things that I want to do now and uh because I am limited in terms of money, then you won't see much of my potential. But give me money. Even in terms of business or in terms of you know creativity, you'll see how far I can go only if I have money. 
So it's not necessarily going to change me. It's just going to unleash what's already inside of me. I like the fact that we touched on the the importance of self-belief. Mm. And in spite of the naysayers around you, the environment that you come from, if you have a dream and you believe in making that dream come true, stay in your lane and be steadfast in that and work as much as possible. Where do you get your work ethic from? You got 24 hours like everybody else, but you seem to do so much. Where does your work ethic come from, bro? Um... I'm going to even try and, you know, sugarcoat everything. I'm going to try to be as honest as possible, mm-hmm. right, which I always do. Uh, I think my background has a lot to do with it because uh, uh, growing up, uh, not so fortunate, right, because both my mom and dad were domestic workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father was very, very, very strict and very punctual, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he says tomorrow four o'clock we're leaving, we have a family trip and whatever, four o'clock we all need to be ready. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, him being a, a, a domestic worker, but at the same time starting his own business because he bought a... Uh, sure, Mitsubishi. sure, sure, sure. He had a, a, a truck, a Mitsubishi, and... Uh, so Friday when he comes back from Kospaning, he would uh, make us go Rilo Hasanta for Batwaba Aran, they would come and Rabarekshi Santa and then Saturday he will take uh, uh, the boys to a tournament. Uh, Sunday he will fetch ch- church people, Monday he goes back to work. So I see that, okay, in as much as this person works as a domestic worker or driving uh, trucks uh, for white people, but now during his rest days, which is uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he still manages to do ABC. Mm. So I think that also influenced uh, some of the decisions that I'm making right now. Uh, but then getting into the industry, I, f- I think I was so unfortunate because uh, there'll always be comparison, you know. Unfortunate, you say, bro. Unfortunate, yeah. How so? so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there would be, like, let's say we're all actors, mm. right? But you would see that uh, there's people who are preferred, you know, in terms of the industry, maybe because of uh, the well-spoken or, you know, they know people in the industry or people love them or, you know, they just interesting people. I don't know what it was, but mm. I felt like I was in most cases uh, overlooked you know because i remember going to the softers for the first time with cornet uh, we got there and uh, in as much as people knew us from this uh, groundbreaking show but uh, nobody still groundbreaking us- please <laughs> can <laughs> we course, please recognize of course of course i mean it still trends uh, every night and uh, still very relevant you know mm. and uh, people still love it and even the viewership i mean it's still too much so i didn't want to you know Get to that. Skim Sam, but yeah, I mean, it nah, is I love Skim Sam, and I will, I will plug Skim Sam every Come day. Come on, bro, work with me here. Work with me here. <laughs> so I was saying that we would go to uh, events, and um, nobody would really pay attention to us, to us, in as much as people knew us. Mm. You know, I remember, you know, they'd say, "Oh, these are the new kids on the block." You know, oh. Village boys and 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 to a point where even walking the red carpet, you know that awkward moment you walk in the red carpet but no camera is flashing on you yes. and uh, you trying to smile like yes, look at me, look I'm at here, me, look I'm at here. me, also here. I'm excited, <laughs> I'm finally I mean? made it, baby. Yeah, and uh, 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 no interviews, whatever. And for me, I felt like okay, but Clement, why does this affect you? 
you didn't come here for the fame. You didn't come here to be on the red carpet. You said you want to go to Jobek to go act. Why don't you focus on what you went there to do? Amen. And uh, I think uh, we started, I think between 2013 and 14 or 15, we were not really doing interviews. We were not really intentionally so, me and Connet. We were not going to a lot of events because we like, uh, this thing is affecting us because we want it. And then we realized that it's not nice or kind towards, towards us. So why continue chasing it? Also, what is it that we're going to get in return if we continue doing this thing? Then we realized that, no, man, we wanted to act so bad and show people our talent. And we focused on that. And trust me, um, people started recognizing us. Now, instead of us, you know, asking for invites and wanting to be out there, it was just here all the time, you know. Yes. And even the people. So so it's so funny because when you got into the industry, uh, there were a lot of people that we used to look up to, you know, wanted to, you know, just tell them that Smash, you know, grew up watching you and um, I'm a fan. And they were not really kind towards us in terms of, you know, just greeting us back. Maybe they thought we were groupies or whatever. And then later on, the very same people now want to associate with you. And then you start asking yourself a question to say, okay, had I went with the flow and not focus on my craft, chances are uh, today I'll be nowhere or a nobody. Yep. But now I prioritize my craft, which is what I came to Jobek to do. Now all these things are coming. Now, I mean, being relevant for more than a decade, it's not easy in this industry. It's we all not, know it. bro. We all know it. We are gonna stand up. So for me, it taught me a lesson that instead of chasing fame, instead of trying to be out there and whatever just 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 focus on your craft and the other thing is acting alone uh can never be enough because uh we know our industry is not hollywood hollywood where uh you do one movie and you sort it for the rest of the year sure, sure. you need to constantly go to auditions and be on a, a couple of productions mm -hmm. you know in order for you to sustain yourself and then growing up i realized that in order for me to pay for my rent and then start a business and 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 then i need to venture into other things however i've realized that every time i go to limpopo or anywhere else in the province uh, in, in South Africa rather different provinces uh, people recognize me and people are like oh you that guy you, from TV dude and I'm like how do I make money from this <laughs> you know what I mean no, now because if, because it's it's nice to know that people know and watch the program. Exactly. But like, how do you make the Benjamins? Exactly. And the other thing is, people come with so much expectations, especially people. They think being a celebrity comes with so much money, like you are an instant millionaire, and uh, you live in the life, you drive in this car and whatnot. And then soon, when they realize that actually no local taxiing, but how celebrity So now everyone is screaming your name and and and, but only to realize that. You don't have anything, and the other thing is our our industry is not yet regulated in a sense that um, you know you can have a medical aid, a retirement uh, annuity, and, and all those packages, things. benefits, so etc. Mm. You don't work next month, uh, you won't be able to pay the rent. You understand? Sure. So there's one thing that I really hated is the term struggling artist. I've always been against that. I'm like, Clement, you went to varsity. You've studied LLB for four years. You completed. Uh, you, you, you've you left Limpopo to come to Gauteng, uh, Ngobata Gauta. So why are you going to struggle? Let's talk about what your day looks like. What time do you wake up? Uh, <laughs> okay, and cool. now, because it's back to, I mean, yeah. I, I was speaking to you, uh, I think, not, not last week, maybe. The first week of Jan, yeah. I was in Cape Town. Yeah. yeah. You know, so now you are back to, to Joburg, back to the grind. Yeah. So now that everything is normal, what does what what does your normal day and Jeez. normal work day, you Ooh. know, not rest day? Yeah. What time do you wake up? Things to do? How do you like allocate your time? Time management is a big thing also. I think I've learned, uh, actually I had this from a wise man and I think that wise man 
happened to be uh, uh, a late friend of mine, um, uh, Jezile. He said he read this or he had Oprah. Yes. Hey man. I, I, what I, a legend, I wanna, man. Yeah, I don't want to dwell into it. That's why I'm saying it in passing. But yes. I learned this from him. He mm. said he had uh, or he read uh, about Oprah saying that we all have 24 hours a day and it's up to you what you do with your 24 hours. Mm. Right? When the sun rises, it rises to all of us. Mm. When it sets, it sets on all of us. Mm. Right? So now you can't complain that why does Bill Gates or whoever has so much money or Mutsepe and you don't want to understand how they make that money. So this leads me to your question of saying how does my day look like? I normally wake up around 4 a.m. Sometimes 3 depending on the amount of work I have for the day. Also because you got to pray and say Lord lead me yeah. Baloyi, get away <laughs> from me. <laughs> Back to the sender. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I do that. I wake up and pray. Um, but sometimes we forget. Uh, mm. I don't want to portray this picture of me being perfect and just having everything on spot. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, I wake up, uh, obviously, say a short prayer. And uh, after that, I check my schedule for the day. Mm. If I have, I, I, I'm going to shoot, uh, I check what time am I needed at work. Mm. Normally, skim sum is from 6 in the morning till 6 in the afternoon. Sure. But depending on the number of scenes that you have for the day. Mm. right? Uh, after that, I have to be in touch with uh, my team under my foundation. I have a team. Uh, they will tell me that oh, this week we have a you know, back-to-school campaign. We're donating school shoes and these are the sponsors and whatever. And then sometimes I would uh, uh, ask my PA to arrange those Zoom meetings in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Right. If I don't have anything that I'm doing, then that's when I call my manager and say, "Okay, what are we doing for Clement for this year?" Mm. Right. So normally it will be going to shoot. After shooting, if there's like a, a publicity photo shoot, I'll also go for a photo shoot. And then after that, I get home. Uh, I talk to my team under my foundation and then under my company as well. If ever there's any project that's uh, uh, hanging out there. Then we call those people and say, yo, can we meet up? I'm, I'm, I'm free mm. between four and five. Or I'm free at uh, after hours, uh, after five, six, seven, eight, whatever time. And then if I'm not doing anything, then I'll go to the gym. Uh, if not the gym, I would uh, read my scripts for the following day. I normally take two to three hours to read uh, my scripts. Mm-hmm. And then if not, I would uh, go to studio because uh, I'm, I'm, I love music so much. Mm. Sometimes I'll go to studio not to make music, but to listen to some of the old material. Sometimes just to try and try something else or just do covers, you know, you know sure, when you're just sure, jamming sure, and whatnot. Sure. So sometimes when I go to studio, it's just therapy for me because the process of making music makes me so happy. You know, sometimes I don't do music to release music. I do music because it heals me. It's an outlet. Yes, and sometimes depending on whose studio I'm using because sometimes you meet this new uh, producers and you know just young talented people who are not yet known and you get inspired like they spark something in you where sure. you're just like geez uh, i'm so inspired now now we can go we can rock two three four five more songs sure yeah so that's how my day looks like weekend i'm normally you know going to gigs so i would wake up uh, saturday morning i normally go for a hike because uh since i did kilimanjaro now hiking is my new favorite thing uh, I would go and hike, and uh, if I'm not hiking, uh, hiking rather, uh, I would uh, sleep the whole day on Saturday. I love and sometimes you must also rest. Yeah, yeah. No. Saturday normally during the day I would sleep the whole day, 
and then five six it's normally geeks like i'd go from limpopo to mpumalanga or jobek or even the days where i'm not uh gigging because i'm not gonna lie and say every weekend i'm sure geeking. sure sure where i'm not gigging sure uh i'll get a call from a friend of mine yo dude uh i've got this thing at rockets do you want to go blah blah i'm like okay i'll come and support you mm. then we'll go and rock and then sunday is church and then start preparing for the following day which is monday why is it important for you to give back because earlier on i introduced you as a philanthropist <sighs> Okay, let me just take it slow with this one. Yeah, no, that's it's something. okay. That's something that's very, very, very close to my heart, right? Sure. Uh, Smash, I'll I'll say this to you. Uh, Indeed. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am where I am because there's been so many people who have helped me, mm. right? And you said a phrase earlier on that uh, we're standing on shoulders of greatness, you mm, know, great mm, people. Mm. And I think there have been those great people in my life mm. who gave selflessly so mm. right uh, people who said listen we understand your situation we know that you're ambitious you want to get this and this we don't have much mm. but i can give you my time mm. i can give you an ear whenever you want a shoulder to cry on mm. you know i can you can come use my space mm. you can come stay with me you can so i've had people in my life who just helped me mm. right and i realized that had it not been the help of those people in my life maybe i wouldn't be the person that i am today maybe i wouldn't have achieved the things that i've achieved today mm. right and then i came to Joburg, and then now a lot of people now when they see me on tv they see me as a role model they see me as hope you know uh, a lot of them through interviews like this they've mm. had my story mm. right and they're like dude your story is so inspiring like even the person who sent us a, a whatsapp thingy earlier on mm. he said dude we from a village boy to who you are we love you we appreciate you and you doing so well you know more blessings so i realized that there's a lot of people who've been in a similar situation there's a lot of clements out there mm, mm. yeah i understand but unfortunately for them they they feel like there's no way out unfortunately for them they feel like uh that they, they, they cannot dream that high you know mm. they cannot they, they're not enough in order for them to uh, be on TV or to achieve whatever goals that they set their mind to and they're not even exposed to a whole lot of career opportunities mm. so I decided that for as long as I had not I've never experienced any role model coming to my school and motivating us and telling us that it's okay you can make it you're enough and you know your dreams are valid I wanted to be that person sure. I wanted to be hope a lot of people especially after losing parents at a young age they become hobos uh, I mean, you can check the stats because they feel like there's nothing to live for. Yes. I was that person to say, I want to, you know, flip the script. Mm. I want to change the situation. I want to be that village boy who was a child of domestic workers, who had nothing, who went to a public school, but was not afraid to dream. Amen. You know, and uh, who lost parents at a very young age, mm. you know, as a teenager and still that did not break him. Still, mm. he did not give up because of that. So I'm like, if there's a, a Clement out there who feels like uh, this is it, you know, uh, you've lost your parents. Or sometimes you have both your parents, but the situation is just so dire in a sense that you don't see a way out. I want to be hope to say whatever obstacle, whatever situation that you're faced with, you can always rise above it because I've had to defy all the odds in order for me to reach for the stars. Oh, man. 
man. And I'm still reaching for the stars. And you are indeed doing that. Thank you yeah. so much for the inspiration, bro. Uh, thank you so much for coming through and sharing your light. And I always say an attitude of gratitude will always lead you to a higher altitude. Uh, so you have to say that always, again. Always, always, always be grateful. Uh-huh. An attitude of gratitude will lead you to a higher altitude. Yo, there's a lot of rhyme there, but I think yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. got I came up, I came up with that one, <laughs> I came up with that, No, baby. no, no. Kudos to you. We can I, have I, the horn now. I, I, pop, 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 <laughs> 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 you know, yeah, um, dope, um, I love, I love, in as much as it's, it's it's rhyming a lot, but there's a great message behind it, you know, yeah. that I uh, have a grateful heart, you know, because mm. it will see you reaching for greater heights. So I believe in that. Thank you so much for explaining it. great. <laughs> <laughs> no, we must put it in a layman's terms so that they can fully understand. It, it loses, it loses the poeticness, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, I really uh, like it. But I'm saying I, I, I sort of like it resonates with me because mm, uh, mm. Uh, my parents taught me to always be grateful, mm. you know, and that's the lesson that I'm teaching uh, my siblings and um, even 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 uh, my colleagues, you know, mm. Skim Sam has a lot of uh, young actors and most of them, especially those who just joined us recently, they're like, yo, dude, we love you. We appreciate you. Now we're working together. We can't believe. And I always tell them that, you know, there's simple basic things that you need to, to have. Mm. Be disciplined, be punctual in as much as the certain things and qualities that will take you where talent won't take you. Amen. Yeah, I understand. There's a lot of people who are talented, but we don't see them reaching for the stars. That's we don't it. see them where we believe that they should That's be. It. Right? And the reason could be most of them, they lack uh, those qualities that I'm talking about. It could be discipline. It could be punctuality, professionalism, it, uh, gratitude as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, Because I mean? if you are grateful, one thing I can tell you, mm. I wonder if you are grateful. Mm-hmm. You will never back chat. Yeah. You will never be late. True. You'll never have an attitude True. that stinks. Mm. And if come in, on, in, please, brother. <laughs> in fact, when you are grateful, yeah. you are always willing to learn. Yeah. But you also, are always willing to listen. Because on. you are so grateful and that's what yeah. gratitude is it's not yeah. just to say ah oh, thank you god yeah thank you, but allow me to err on that mm. gratitude also brings uh, uh a healthy working environment yes you know when you're so grateful you make it easy for the next person to mm-hmm. want to work with you amen i can tell you that most productions that i've worked with even in terms of like endorsements and campaigns and whatever they always uh, uh, uh want to work with me they always call me back like there's certain campaigns that i was supposed to do them for like a once-off. Mm. And they constantly say, dude, you are a pleasure to work with. And unfortunately, they would mention some names. Yo, mama, Natalie, Mola, Stiggy, yo. Hey, Clement. Yo. Clement, hey, I'm running out of time. Hey, <laughs> celebrity. Kai, 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 kai. So, I do agree with you, my brother, that, uh, that gratitude is very... Uh, important, yeah. especially in this time and age, yeah. because a lot of people are so entitled mm-hmm. to what don't even belong to them. Now, you deserve that horn, my brother. Bro, <laughs> I've run well over my time. Yeah. And and I just want to say, keep nah, on nah, shining, nah. keep we, on spreading your life. We can go life. for another three hours. My boy, <laughs> I, think, I think we need to do that. Um, but thank you so much for being the light. Thank yeah. you so much for being an inspiration. Keep on shining. Last but not least, the year 2023, what can we expect from you? You, no pressure uh one of uh, my is it a mantra or a, a motto whatever you want to call it but one of my favorite saying and something that i want to live by this year is to talk less you know especially in terms of uh, 
my ambitions and mm. goals mm. and dreams mm. and whatnot mm. because and i'm not one person to say i'm afraid oh people will come and take your whatever plans and blah 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 it's not even about that but it's always be- beautiful when people get a shock when 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 you drop uh, something they were not expecting you to you know i think for the past 10 years that i've been in the industry i'm not your typical uh success uh yeah. epitome or 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 or, or um, uh, 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 a simple of oh no no he's you know he's a celebrity who'll do the one two three four a lot of people normally don't see me coming yes and I'm starting to embrace that a lot Amen. you know and I don't like blowing my horn a lot because there's so many things that I do uh, there was one interview that I did on some podcast where I was too honest and I exposed everything that I do from there I think a lot of people started taking me serious it's like oh you have this oh you have this and I'm like no man I don't want you to see me through my possessions yes. and everything and my accolades yes. right i want you to see me as a human being and for what i am those things will come later because i don't want them to define me so in terms of what i'm doing 2023 i don't want to say much and also celebrities and i'm sorry they're gonna well i, I don't want to say i'm not a celebrity or my celebrity but uh, a lot of people in our space or in the industry have this thing of you know coming to the interviews and lie yeah, no, I won't say much, but you know, there's an international thing coming. No, I'm busy. No, I'm cooking. Why, why though? Why? On that spicy note. Why? Why? So for me, uh, whatever I'll be doing, you'll just see it. Uh, follow me on my social media platforms. Um, th- this year, I'm not going to announce a lot of things. You'll just see me coming. Thank you so much, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it. Five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa.